Hi, can you hear me? Hey, Kelvin. Good afternoon. This is Mike Ruiz. How are you today? I'm good. How about yourself? Good, good. Well, thank you for uh, taking the time to spend a few minutes with me. And obviously, you know, I'd love to have you on the on the Workday Recruiter podcast. So uh, how has your day been so far? Um, It's been actually really productive. Well, kind of productive. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, been a Friday I, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's getting ready for the weekend, but I know uh, things are a little bit different, obviously, over the last few weeks. But um, but I know you're busy. I know you've got a lot going on, so I will jump in, uh, jump right into it. And, and again, I really appreciate the time this afternoon. But um, I know that uh, you're based right now out of the Orlando area and wanted to get to know you a little bit better. So tell me. You know, I know you live in Orlando. Where are you from? How long have you lived in Orlando? Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so um, I do live in the Orlando area. Um, I am originally from northern Florida. Okay. So um, near the Panhandle. Um, I came down to central Florida uh, for school. So I went to UCF. Go nice. nice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and yeah, so uh, that's pretty much uh, the reason that I located down here or relocated yeah. down here. Okay, nice. I was just actually um, in Orlando just over the New Year holiday. I actually went to the Alabama-Michigan uh, bowl game down there, so that so that was a lot of fun. Even though oh, I wow. didn't, even though I didn't go to either school, it was still a really good game. Of course, Alabama won, but uh, that's neither here nor there. Yeah. But is that uh, is that bowling? No, the, the the college football bowl game. Oh, okay. He yeah, said bowl, yeah. and I was like, is that bowling? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nope, nope. The cit- it was at the Citrus Bowl, the old football game. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I should have been more specific. No, but, it's uh, totally fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I had a good time in Orlando. It was really, it was really nice. We spent some time in, uh, in Disney on New Year's Eve, so that was a lot of fun. Oh, good. Um, and it was packed. And it was packed. Ooh, as yeah. So... Um, but anyways, so I wanted to get to know you a little bit better from your Workday background. So, so tell me a little bit about, you know, how you found out about Workday, how you started in the Workday industry and kind of transition to what you're doing now. For sure. So, um, I actually learned about, like, I first learned about Workday when I was actually in school, uh, in college. So I had a friend who was, we, we were both a part of like an HR like Sherm Club for school. Okay. So we were part of that and she had heard about Workday and she was, you know, she she's more HRS type of person. So she was very excited about Workday and thinking back on I was like, I don't know what what is Workday? What does that mean? <laughs> so I was like, okay, whatever, you're like obsessed with Workday. So fast forward maybe three years. Three years um, after graduation, obviously, uh, she's actually working at Deloitte, and she is working in the Oracle space, and she was like, hey, we're hiring, you know, whatever, whatever. So the same friend referred me to the job from school, and uh, as soon as I got on the the recruiter, the recruiter, who is amazing, um, uh, recruiter at Deloitte, uh, he went through the different options saying, hey, so your friend uh, referred you to our you know, HR transformation group. Uh, within that group, there's three different uh, products. There's the Oracle product, there is the Success Factors product, there is the Workday product. So I know at this point that my friend is still like obsessed with Workday. So I'm like, oh, uh, I don't really want to do Oracle. 
um, and I know nothing about success factors. I'm like, let me just do work day, you know, whatever. Uh, they're probably all the same thing anyways. <laughs> so, so little to my knowledge, Workday is very different from Oracle, um, and you know that the rest is history after that. So, um, I started awesome. at Deloitte, and then I moved um, from there. Yeah, and so it's probably a situation, you know, where uh, ignorance is bliss a little bit in that situation, yeah. right? So <laughs> you didn't know, you didn't know, but you didn't. Oh, so, you know, go from there and figure it out. But I think you ended up in the right space, clearly, uh, just based upon how passionate you are about it, which I think is fantastic. And I think, you know, a lot of people like yourself kind of ended up in Workday by happenstance, you know, and not exactly in the same exact way that you did, but in very similar circumstances as far as, you know, maybe had some ERP knowledge, you know, from a very high level perspective and then ended up in work day and now they love it. So, you know, For sure, they, yeah. those stories are always awesome to hear. So, um, <laughs> well, uh, tell a little bit about, you know, what you did at Deloitte, you know, and how you got that start. Cause I'm sure getting your certification, you know, it's, it's always a little bit difficult. Tell me about those first few months in the workday atmosphere. Yeah. So those first few months, I mean, obviously kind of as you, touched on you get certified so i went through my certifications i think i took my certifications maybe a month into being at deloitte so maybe three four weeks after starting at deloitte i think that's when i first started going to get my cert so um i mean at deloitte it was it was pretty much you know configurator you know um working with the clients working with the product directly on both ends um so after getting certified, I was immediately thrown onto a project. And then that project after that, I started leading. So I've pretty much been a lead for, because at Deloitte, it was a different, you know, kind of feel in terms of the timeframes for the, for the projects are a bit longer. So I actually got rolled off of my project, the first project I was on, and then immediately got put onto um, my first lead role. So, I mean, I've been leading you know, for a long time, my project. So um, that's kind of how I got my start. Nice. Good for you. You just, you just started off in the right direction, uh, going (laughs) leading very quickly. And and that's a good, and I'm glad in a way that, that you brought that up because how did that transition go? Because, you know, sometimes in those situations, if you're in any type of leadership and or managerial capacity and you're, you know, relatively new to the space like you were, how, yeah. how was that transition for you? So, I mean, in, in, in terms of the actual configuration, it's a bit different. So you have, you know, support versus lead. So you have the people that support the leads. The leads typically lead the discussions. They lead configuration decisions with the client. They lead a couple different things. So it's definitely different because there are some people who might be leads that have always had a support underneath them and you know they might not know as much of the system as they should or they take more of a hands-off approach because they have a support to do the actual work um i think where i have been very privileged and very fortunate is that i have you know made it a point to always um is that you know, even though I was a lead, I wanted to always make sure that um, I knew the system from beginning to end and that, um, you know, I'm able to configure from beginning to end. So, um, you know, I think that's definitely where a true lead shines. 
um, is when they're able to, you know, not not only be able to give direction, but also be able to, you know, configure the system. Nice, nice. Okay. And tell me a little bit more, and this is a little bit of a leading question, so I apologize, but, you know, uh, tell me a little bit about what you specialize in in the Workday space. I specialize in the recruiting product. So anything talent acquisition, anything dealing with the candidate experience, anything dealing with job requisitions or pre, kind of that pre-HCM space, uh, that's that's where I usually work at. Uh, I have some experience in like onboarding and things like that, but the majority of my experience has been with the with the recruiting product. Okay, nice, nice. I'll have to get back with you. I have a few questions. Uh, <laughs> we'll do this after this call about talent pools and, and things of that nature. Ooh, talent pools. My, my own personal perspective. But, uh, for sure, for sure. Um, I would love to hear your thoughts and, and how – um we can work within that space because I'm, I'm still trying to figure that out but that's neither here of nor course. there yeah but, uh, yeah, yeah but uh i know that you were at deloitte and then moved to dxc uh you know tell me about what you did at dxc and then kind of transition to what you're doing over the last few months um oh i'm sorry you kind of broke up just a little bit what was that question oh, sorry yep um so i know that you moved from deloitte to dxc you know tell me about your experience at dxc and then you know, tell me a little bit about what you're doing now. So DXC versus Deloitte was very different. Um, D, uh, Deloitte is a very established brand. It is a very respected brand. You know, it's a very big player in the Workday space. Whereas DXC is a smaller known brand, but they are definitely making a lot of waves in the ecosystem. Right. So it's it's definitely interesting to go to, you know, a, a firm where you walk in the room, you know what Deloitte is, you know who Deloitte is, you know what they bring to the table versus a firm where they're still trying to build that reputation. So I think it was very cool, you know, to kind of get into DXC kind of at that starter point. I think I got in there, I think when they had been a year like a yearly um they've been formed for a year as a practice um i think i was on one of the first if not the first um one of their first end-to-end implementations if i'm not mistaken if i'm remembering correctly but um you know i was on one of the first projects that they that they service for hcm so that was a pretty cool time to actually jump in there for them so it, it it's it, it was different you know structurally uh Deloitte has very established practices whereas you know with this with a firm that's still trying to find their way you know uh th- there's still a lot of um room that can be given to you know um interpretation you know feedback they were actually really good DXC was very good on feedback from empl- um the employees and the and, you know, the people um, on the ground in terms of how can we make this process better, you know, uh, the leadership definitely worked with you. So I think that was a very good plus as well. Nice. Okay, cool. Well, great. And, um, you know, at DXC, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but I am aware that there are a lot of mergers and acquisitions and divestitures um, clients who are supported by DXC. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. That is, I was on a very big divestiture project, and yes, that I can, I can attest that is correct. <laughs> so, and, and that's interesting because I think that's a very niche space. 
it know, is. For, for lack of a better term, how did DXC get in that space? You know what? I'm really not quite sure how they got into that space. Okay. I know that those those projects were sold well before I had came on. Okay. Um, but I, I do think I do think that that is a good point. I do know at least when I was there, there were a couple of different projects in that um, M and A and you know divestiture space. And you know, I not saying I didn't put two and two together. I was like, wow, we have a lot of <laughs> we have a lot of those, <laughs> we have a lot of those types of projects. But yeah. I think it's I think it's very interesting that you not not being a DXC employee, obviously, or someone from the ecosystem recognizes that because for me working on the inside, I was like, okay, we just have a lot of those projects but i think it's interesting that from the from the outside perspective that that's also being observed yeah and, and i mean I, thankfully you know i have the opportunity to speak with a lot of people throughout the workday ecosystem that's just something that i've heard from you know dxc you know current dxc employees as well as others so you know uh, word gets out about you know every company i don't care if it's workday ecosystem or uh, consumer goods, you know, everybody has their strengths, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Where it does travel fast. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So every company, you know, has their strengths and every company has their weaknesses. So that's just something that I've seen a lot. And I know that um, a lot of people have said that that's definitely a strength um, within DXC's toolkit. Uh, mm -hmm. so, so that's always interesting. And every partner, you know, has their strengths and weaknesses within Workday. No, Absolutely. No, no partner is impenetrable, so to speak. And I, I, think, would Very be, true. I think it would be unfair to say um, that that's not the case, um, whether you're looking at it from an internal or external perspective. But uh, that's neither here nor there. But anyway, so, so tell me, I, I think it's very interesting. I know that you have decided to go independent. Tell me a little bit about that. I did. Why did you decide to do that? I did, I did, I did. So I made a decision to go independent about... I made a decision a while ago. So I actually formed my company um, maybe September, October time last year. Um, uh, I, I mean, in, in terms of making that decision, it, it's it's just a natural progression. So sure. I've never been, you know, the entrepreneurial type of person. I've never, you know, had a novel idea where I can just, you know, yeah, market that and brand that and create that from beginning to end. So, some something something triggered last year where I don't know. I got I got like bit by the entrepreneurial bug. Um, so like that, you know, started to flare up, and I'm like, okay, well, yeah, I kind of want to do my own thing. And as I said before, I I don't really have the skill set or the knowledge set for, you know, like a novel idea type of situation. So I just thought maybe I should just leverage the, you know, the experience and the skills that I have within the Workday ecosystem to, you know, maybe do something on my own. And that's what I did. Yeah, there you go. Well, nice, nice. And so are you mainly supporting the recruiting side? Are you supporting Workday in general? What are you focusing on? I mean, I'm focusing mostly on recruiting. Okay. I, I so everyone in Workday, as you know, um, everyone in uh, Workday is certified in Workday HCM. Period. You have to be work, uh, certified in Workday HCM in order to work on an HCM implementation. Obviously, financial student, you know, taking those out of the equation and integration, taking those out of the integration um, equation. But you know, everybody has to be you know, uh, certified in HCM. So, I mean, I do have a decent knowledge of HCM. I think that I could, you know, navigate my way around HCM um, 
to an extent, but I, I definitely, you know, focus most of my efforts on the recruiting product specifically. Okay, nice, nice. Okay, good. Well, great. Well, I'm glad that uh, you took the leap and, and did that. So uh, it's fantastic. And it's not, you know, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm sure that wasn't the, the easiest decision for you to do either. But, um, but I'm glad you kind of struck out on your own. And, and uh, we'll definitely see how things go for you. But um, we shall see. Yeah, exactly. So, so tell me a little bit about what, what trends um, you're seeing right now, or what really excites you, the, you know, in the next couple of years within the workday space? Trends, 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 trends. So I, I think that definitely, um, aside from, you know, the current, you know, health climate that we're experiencing now, I mean, even when I was at DXC, I definitely noticed work from home to be a very, you know, big driver for, you know, the different partner firms. And let me say, uh, not work from home, uh, virtual. So instead of going on site to, you know, clients, you know, uh, you, you can do a lot of the work from home. I think it was definitely not a culture shock, but definitely interesting to see what, because when I was at Deloitte, you know, some portions of Deloitte are, you know, kind of a, a more flexible, but there's also some parts of, you know, any partner firm where it's like you go on Monday, you travel Monday uh, from Monday to Thursday, that's it. You know, you that that's what you do. Right. From going from there to DXC where it's, you never, <laughs> you never travel. Um, I think during my whole what, eight or nine months at DXC, I only traveled what two weeks. So, I think that that's definitely from a cost perspective, from a you know logistics perspective. I, I definitely think that that work from home is definitely going to become more of the norm. And that is to say, that was more with more medium enterprise. Um, I I. I I'm not really, I, sometimes I am on, on large enterprises, but my experience is mostly in um, Emmy. Okay. But even with large enterprise, I was actually on a few large enterprise. Um, uh, I, I actually uh, take that back. I was on a few large enterprise clients at DXC and it was the same virtual. So I think we're moving to more of a digital virtual, virtual realm. Yep. Um, in terms of trends, I, I definitely think from a technical perspective, there's a trend for AI, there's a trend for bots, there's a trend for predictive, you know, technologies. That's definitely one of the things that I'm seeing starting to pop up, you know, Workday Assistant, you know, kind of a little chat bot where you talk to the, to the assistant in it. And it, you know, gives you, you say, hey, how do I do a time card? And I'll take you to the time card page or something like that. So yep. I definitely yeah. think that that is kind of where Workday is wanting to go. And I think I see a lot of the different things that, that that say that that's where they're putting their money towards. So I think that's very interesting. Okay, cool. Well, great. And yeah, I, I mean, to, to definitely speak to your first point, I mean, the amount of people who have transitioned into working from home just over the past three or four weeks um, has been incredibly interesting. And I think a lot of companies um, or partners, excuse me, are actually going to be moving more towards that model. Oh, yeah. Six to 12 months, not because they necessarily want to or have to, or their employees are asking for it. I just think now that a lot of partners will have case studies to prove that they can deliver, you know. Absolutely. And, you know, um, I read a really great article um accenture had a great article on how they did their own internal 
Workday implementation and how they're doing that right now. And Alight mm-hmm. just did the same thing. Alight wrote an article on how they were able to do everything virtually, you know, spread across time zones, cultures, you know, uh, continents, countries, you know, they've done it. And so I think that's fantastic. And um, I know a, a colleague at Kanos wrote an article about um, working remotely and supporting Workday implementations too. And I think, you know, if you look at it, if you can d- deliver the same amount of service, whether in person or remotely, virtually, um, however you want to call it, you know, that's going to save a lot of money from, you know, hotels and flights and travel. And exactly. Calls. But it's yeah. also going to save a lot of time. And you yeah. know, I have to tell you, time is money in this day and age. It is. <laughs> things moving a million miles a minute. So um, I think you're exactly right. And I think that process has been sped up just by what's happened over the past month. So I think you hit the nail on the head. And as far as on the technology side, I think you're absolutely right. One thing that I'm really curious to see is uh, Workday Cloud Platform. I'm incredibly intrigued by what will happen there because I used to recruit on the Salesforce side of things for Mm -hmm. a few years and the force.com platform really enabled Salesforce to become the monster that it is today. So if if Workday can even, you know, get 10% of that um, for what force.com did, I mean, cloud platform is going to be a monster, you know, just the ability for people to create new applications and sell that and have companies just entirely living on the cloud platform, much like the force.com platform. If that really kicks off, Mm-hmm. It'll be really, really interesting. So that's yeah. just uh, that's just my thought. But um, what is what is something? What's kind of maybe this is not the best way to phrase it, but what's kind of your most favorite memory when while you've been in the Workday ecosystem? Favorite memory um... <laughs> or experience or something like that. You know, like favorite what, memory. What, um, I definitely think my favorite memory would have to be, uh, so I went to a couple of different trainings. I think during my last training, you know, like my certification training, Yeah. my last certification training, I went with a friend and coworker. Okay. So we had to go to Pleasanton. Nice. So we, we, you know, went through, you know, San Francisco and all those things. And it was, it was a very fun time. Uh, and it was a very nice reprieve, you know, from working and, you know, being able to, uh, make that connection, you know, with somebody who who also is in the ecosystem as well, um, right. you know, and also, and I, I intermingle that because we were there for workday training. Right. So, you know, me and her had an extremely uh, <laughs> eventful time. Yeah, that's good. That's great. That's great. That's awesome. Well, in kind of the follow up to that, you know, in getting those certifications, I know that's, you know, a little bit of a of a tough time because, you know, in some cases. Um, if you don't pass and you're just getting started in the ecosystem, oh yeah, you are let go. So, you know, to the folks out there who are listening, who are, you know, thinking about getting to the workday ecosystem or, you know, in the future about to be taking their exam, you know, what advice would you give them um, when they're in that process? Um, I would definitely, so, so I'm going to go through the process, but definitely pre-process. Um, going back to your point, there are some partner firms that will let you go. You're done. 
you, yeah. you failed, that's it. Right. Definitely do a little bit of research in terms of which partner firm, because I know at least when I was there, I can't speak to the practice now, um, but at least when I was there, Deloitte was very forgiving and very lenient, very understanding if you did not pass the exam. So they, they you know, they were more lenient on that um, front, but I know uh, many people who, you know, they worked at, uh, at other partner firms and that was the opposite. Right. case. So definitely before you, you know, apply to partner firms or, you know, first, first, first know that you have to take a test. You have to, that's it. Right. You know, there's no right. discussion with right. that. Um, right. You have to take a test, research your partner firm you want to apply to, and maybe talk to someone on the inside, glass store reviews, see, see what's going on because, you know, some people have fam. I, I mean, I don't have a family or, you know, anyone that depends on me, but some people have families, some people have mortgages, some people have a right. lot of things that, you know, that, that, you know, might increase or, or multiply the, the detriment if they are let go for that purpose, but definitely do your research on your partner. That's, that's a really good point about the mortgage yeah. and, and the dependencies. And that's, something that I don't think, you know, I probably need to do a better job of <laughs> really preparing people and, and not necessarily scaring people to death, but just yeah. very transparent of here's what's going on. I just want you to think about this. And thankfully, you know, again, more of the people who are doing it for the first time or more like yourself you know, may not have dependents. So there's not as much on the line, quote unquote, yeah. with, you know, grain of salt, you know, there's obviously something always on the line, but you know, it's not as make or break, you know, in your situation, oh, yeah. someone who has a significant other kids, you know, all that stuff, a mortgage, you know, uh, yeah. like that. So yeah. that's a really good point. So, yeah. And then also going back to the point, so that was the pre, but people, the, the, the point that I do want for people to know when they are actually taking the test is kind of exactly what you, you just said, not to scare, not to scare, um, or, you know, deter, but, uh, the training is not easy. <laughs> it's right. not easy. Right. Um, it, it, it can get easier as time progresses, but it's not easy. It will make you feel uncomfortable. It will make you double second guess, right. you know, I, I, and my advice would be is to lean into that uncomfortability, lean into that, you know, sense of, okay, what's going on? Because when you lean into those feelings, you truly are able to determine, okay, what about this is is not clicking with me? What about this is making me feel uncomfortable? So, you know, don't be nebulous and say, oh, well, I'm I'm stressed. Okay, but let's lean into it a bit more and let's determine why you're stressed. Are you stressed because of security? Are you stressed because of business processes? Are you stressed because of, you know, what whatever is they're going to be asking you on the exam? So um, just, just know that it is not going to be the easiest thing in your in your working life, but yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, it I is what it is. That's a great, that's a great suggestion. I, I appreciate you sharing that, Kelvin. I, I think you, you really, um, you really hit the nail on the head there because I think, you know, obviously I haven't taken the test, but a, a lot of people. You should take it. You should take it. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 it's funny. I have, I, I would like to ultimately do that. Um, I, I need to figure out when and where and how I can do that, but I would like to do it someday. So, uh, that has always been a goal of mine is to become certified. Um, mm -hmm. I think more so the financial aspect, who's going to sponsor me in that case. Uh -huh. Um, but, um, I'll start a GoFundMe for you. <laughs> and thankfully, you know, my, my office in Atlanta, literally, I don't know, maybe a two minute walk down the road from the Atlanta 
uh, workday office. So maybe I could just walk. Really? In. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. So we're right in Buckhead. So we're not far from uh, the workday. That's cool. That's good. Um, but anyways, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I really have. No, you know, I'm totally work. free. Perfect. Thank you. So, so where do you see yourself growing in, in workday? What's really your plan over the next couple of years? Um, my plan in the next couple of years, I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I'm a very, um, and this is probably to my detriment. I'm a very short term, uh, planner. I'm a very short term, you know, goal setter. Sure. So, I mean, I'm still trying to think of something to do a year out from now. Right. <laughs> so right. I, of course. I can't, <laughs> I can't really think of anything three to five years, but, um, I definitely think that, you know, the goals are to, you know, kind of bolster my business, bolster my brand. Um, I, I don't think, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I, I don't think in my mind, like, I don't think I would want to, you know, start a boutique firm or anything like that. I don't think that's in the cards for me. I think that's a bit too much um, for me. Not to deter anybody else, because there are a lot of boutique firms out there that are very good right. and are comprised of very talented people. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> uh, uh, TBD on the three to five years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. Sometimes it's hard to think a little bit that far in advance. So yeah, I, I completely, completely understand. So, um, and I guess this is a little bit off the beaten tr track, but uh -huh. what would, what would you like people to know about you, um, who are in the workday ecosystem, maybe a fun fact or anything that you're really proud of, or, just, you know, something like that. Um, this one thing I want people to know about me is, um, I would say that I am, um, I'm very, I don't want to say, I don't want to say I'm, I'm, fun <laughs> a fun person okay. um i'm not because i think that um i am a very because i mean this is work we're all working right. this is a job we all have jobs it's like okay but like why do we have to be so you know dreary and mopey and like okay let's let's pick up the let's pick up the pace a bit so i definitely yep. like to lighten up a situation whenever possible Obviously, being you know, uh, when it you know it's time to be serious, to be very to be very extra serious, mm -hmm. um, which I have no problem doing as well. Yeah. But um, you know, I I just want to, for people to know that I am you know I'm good to work with. I'm fast. I'm efficient. Um, I own my own business. Yeah. Um, if you if you if you hire me and you say that you heard from me from this podcast, I will give you a friends and family discount. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll give you the family and friends, Ray. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> well, there you and, go. And, you know, and I and I think that's a really good point because, from what I can tell, just by speaking with, you know, potential candidates from all across the partner ecosystem, and just speaking in general with people who work at work itself, yeah. you know, I think on average, you know, most people, you know, in that space are very friendly, very outgoing, very down to earth. You know, not everybody fits in that category, and that's completely fine. Um, but I will say that most everybody is generally agreeable to work, with, um, which definitely makes my job a lot easier. So, you know, yeah. um, that's nice to hear. But it is definitely very, very refreshing to, to work with someone like yourself who has that mindset of, you know, I really want to make sure that 
people are enjoying what they do. You know, we all have yeah. we all have a job. You, you know, we, we all, all <laughs> we all have responsibilities. <laughs> You know, the house, the significant other, the kids, you know, life in general, you know, yeah, life is yeah. sometimes, but let's enjoy it while we can, right? Yeah, life is life, life, life is a joke. Let's laugh at it. I always <laughs> laugh at myself. I'm like, I'll literally be doing nothing and I'll just start laughing. It's like, my life is so hilarious. I mean, as I think everyone should, you know, take levity um, in that. But I mean, just just let go. Have a little yeah. bit of fun. A little bit of fun. Not yeah. too much fun. Just a little bit of fun. <laughs> exactly exactly i think that's a really good point so uh well that's really all i have so any, anything for me are you good to go and you're ready to uh, start the weekend i am extra ready to start the weekend perfect um i am very ready to start the weekend's words words can't describe perfect. all right well good <laughs> well, um hopefully you can uh you know, get out of the office a little early today. Um, yes. Enjoy the weekend, and um, let's definitely stay in touch. And again, really, Absolutely. really appreciate the time. We'll definitely talk soon. Okay. Yeah. No. Thank you for having me. All right. Thanks so much, Kelvin. Talk to you soon. All right. Thank you. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.